get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Former Rams head coach Mike Martz, who joins us on 101 ESPN. Coach, always good to have you with us. Good morning, Randy. Thanks for having me. Hey, we, we, we're, we're honored. Hey, I want to start with this, and this is kind of a broad question, but you were part of a franchise that we all thought should have been able to sustain things longer. Here are the, the Chiefs' three Super Bowl appearances in four years, two Super Bowl wins. How difficult is it f- from an organizational standpoint to do what they've been able to do over the course of the last four or five years? Well, I think uh, there's a, a, the main factor is just it's about personnel, period. So when that doesn't change, the guy's making those decisions on who goes and who stays, and they're all on the same page. And I think you can continue that. Um, ours was disrupted. You know, we had a, you know, it just was not a good working situation. And, and we lost a lot of really good players that we shouldn't have lost. And so it kind of decimated things for us. And I, I regret that. And not much I could do about it, but it just happened. I think there, Andy's got a lot of power. And I think he's got guys in place in the personnel that will make really good, can continually make good good decisions about personnel. And they're, they're they're getting better on defense, and I think they need to continue to build their defense. But you know, I think uh, I think they'll be good for a long time. Hey, coach, we uh, we spent so much time talking about all of the skill players for both teams going into that game, but that game really boiled down to how well the Kansas City Chiefs' offensive line blocked that Philadelphia Eagles' offensive defensive line. What did you see from them uh, that allowed them to have that success? I was surprised because I was the one I really felt like Philadelphia would give them uh, a problem, but they did a, a terrific job. Uh, and they were they were just more physical than than Philadelphia was, to be honest with you. But I tell you, the the thing that they did that was kind of remarkable. Andy likes to play with open edges. He doesn't, you know, he blocks five guys and gets them all out, or maybe gets the back in a little bit. But they kept the tight end in a lot and and slammed his way on the way out, blocked him, double teamed the back and the tight end on the edge rushers, and they changed up their protections and gave Mahomes a lot more time. And in the second half, I don't know what happened in halftime or what was said, but when they came out in the second half, there was a complete different energy about them. And they came out and they were just, they blistered. You know, they were just uh, more physical, more animated, uh, more energy. So whatever they said at halftime, they came out and dominated that second half. They scored in every drive. But to, to your question, yeah, the offensive line was dominant. And I really felt that was going to be a weakness for them. And it ended up being their strength. Mike, I watch games a lot, and I think of you because you always told your team, and you always told us. You told your team the the mantra was play fast and be aggressive, and that kind of was what happened. Like you talked about in the second half, they started just to play fast and be aggressive. You know, um, I think in a game like that, everybody is kind of it's like a boxing match. You kind of spar, and you just kind of feel each other out a little bit, and you take a couple swings and. You know, I, I was thinking about this quote. 
uh, Randall McDaniel played for us at Arizona State. We, we were playing Michigan in the, the Rose Bowl, and, and they, they were they got ahead of us right before the half. We're going in halftime, and I looked at Randall, and he just kind of chuckled, and I said, what are you laughing at? And he said, we got this, Coach. These guys ate nothing. We came out in the second half, and we just dominated. I mean, I, I think it's kind of the same thing with them. They were kind of sparring with them a little bit. They did. They were real conservative in their protections, which Andy isn't. And they came out of the second half and they rushed the football, and they did things that were contrary that that really Philadelphia wasn't prepared for, and Philadelphia was not prepared for how physical they were because they absolutely hit him in the mouth. Hey, Coach, we uh, I was telling Randy this earlier. There are uh, so there is so much work put into game planning and scouting in an opponent, uh, and when you get an opportunity like what the Kansas City Chiefs got down in the five yard line knowing that they were going to be in a particular coverage, how exciting does that get for you? They ran the same play twice, knowing they were five and in on the plus five, knowing that this was going to be the coverage. It was going to be man-to-man. When you get a situation like that, that, that you know, you get that scouting report and it says 98% that this is going to be the coverage on this down and distance or something like that, how exciting is that for you when those opportunities are presented? You know, when you get done in there and, and you know you've got one-on-one and you're inside the 10-yard line, you you, you got to score you know, you just got to score. You know, those little rub routes, fake rub. They did a fake rub, a little pivot. We used to call it pivot. Isaac ran a million of those little pivot routes off of motion. And, uh, you know, those, you, you got, you've got a stuff in a man to man where you can switch guys off and, and force them to switch. And if they're off, if they're playing off under pressure and they're bringing them all, boy, you got them now because there's just nothing. They can't help those picks and those fake picks and all that stuff. There's just so many good things. You know, if they're in zone, you know, if they stay in one zone, it makes it a lot easier. When you can predict what they're going to be in, and you know what they're going to be in, you usually have good stuff, especially when you have two weeks to prepare for them, and, and they certainly did. But that, it all comes down to it doesn't matter if you can't pick up all the pressures that Philadelphia is bringing down there, which they did, and they did a remarkable job with it. Of course, Mahomes gets the ball out so fast anyway. Hey, Mike, I want to ask you about those two young receivers that scored the touchdowns. Looks like Kadarius Toney is going to be a nice pickup for the Chiefs, maybe maybe for a while, and then Sky Moore, who scored the other touchdown. That's another thing about Andy Reid. He was doing it uh, against the NFC when he had people like Freddie Mitchell and, and Todd Pinkston. He, for whatever reason, the, the scheme seems to make receivers, at least in my opinion, better. Is that right? Is d- Does the scheme that they employ in KC make better, players better than they w- might be elsewhere? I think the biggest thing is they do a great job of coaching details. And, and, and I know that sounds silly, but on guys that play course in the league and all that stuff, they, they'll tell you, you look, I can look at a team and know when all the little details are, and they're playing hard and they're playing fast and everything is crisp, you know, and that's what they do. So when a young guy who hasn't played much has got some ability, he's given an opportunity and he's prepared properly. He's going to have success, you know, um, and that's what they do, you know, so whoever comes in there doesn't just have a role. They let them grow and they teach them, you know, how to win on everything. And instead of just running around, they teach them how to do these things and why they're doing it. It's it's just, there's such a discrepancy, I think, uh, in coaching receivers in the league. And they do such a great job with it and getting guys in a position to make plays. And, you know, great. There's really, both of those are terrific play calls, but, Philadelphia is not a pressure team. They're just not, you know, and they got into that situation where it felt like they had depression and they got addressed with, you know, with it.
Mike, I'm, I'm laughing here because you gave us the great good fortune of being able to be on the sidelines and, and watch your practices. And I'll never forget, there was a guy, he wasn't here long either, uh, but during practice, I heard you yell, it's not a 17 and a half yard in, it's an 18 yard in. Yes. <laughs> That's the yeah. detail you're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. Because everything is timed. You know, the, the steps in the rhythm of the quarterback's drops timed up with uh, the number of steps and the depth of, of the receivers and you know, be where you're supposed to be uh, when you're supposed to be there and don't fool the quarterback. And that's what I mean about the details. And just not the receivers. The offensive line, they got to do all the work within a two-and-a-half-yard um, deal from the line. And uh, three technique, the guard's got to step and get his hands on by second step. You know, all those little things that get hammered every day and gone over. And you know, then you can look at it on tape. And there's I look at such – there's so much undiscipline on defense when I watch it today and, and because there's just not enough time to teach these things. But the one thing that will happen is, you know, when you get a team that plays a lot of different defenses, a lot of different fronts and things like that, you run the football on them. And uh, you know, I, I thought that Philadelphia would have more success rushing the football against the Chiefs. But uh, looking at the Chiefs on defense, they lined up in a different defense every snap. Maybe the same front, but they would bring a guy – then they shit to do a five down look, and then they plug a linebacker. They couldn't figure it out. They had him on the ropes, and I know they gave up a lot of points, but they made him go the long hard road. They sure did. In the second half, defensively, I thought they really excelled. Hey, coach, when you look at this Eagles team, how do they bounce back next season from this tough loss in the Super Bowl? Well, I think they have to go back and and uh, realize how good they they are. They're going to lose some players. Whenever you're in the Super Bowl, everybody comes and tries to raid your rosters. That happens all the time. But uh, the biggest issue is that they continue to grow. You know, they do such a good job of teaching. They, the players just have got to continue to get better and better and better. I was disappointed in their defensive front. I didn't think they played very well in the Super Bowl. Uh, those things have got to get resolved. They've got terrific talent, and they played good, but they didn't play great. And if you don't play great, you're going to get beat in the Super Bowl. And finally, Coach Jalen Hurts with a, a, an excellent performance last night. What do you think of him? I think he's really a good player. I don't know if he's a great player yet. Um, and it, the dimension, of course, with him being able to rush the football is really unique in the league. And, you know, the, the of course, the downside to that would be, you know, if he gets injured, then you lose that aspect of it and you have to change gears unless your backup is like him, you know. So, I think he's uh, really grown as a passer. Some of the throws he made were ridiculous. I know his his shoulder was hurting him on the deep ball. You know, even the one that was a touchdown wasn't a real good throw. But, you know, that's just because of his shoulders and completely mended yet. But I think he's he's continued to get better. That's why I was saying next year, you know, here's, here's step number two. Now number three is we come back and be dominant and win the Silver Bowl. And you know, he's going to continue to grow and get better too. And if people have not heard you with us over the course of the last couple of months, as we move away from the Super Bowl, head towards the 2023 season, you're a big fan of the Detroit Lions. I am, for a lot of reasons. I I think if you want to watch great coaching and watch guys execute the details of football at the highest level, watch them. They're coached extremely well. And they've got a and this may have something to do with it too, but their whole staff are former players that played for a long time that understand the details of the position and can communicate them on a different level. And I think that, 
you know, they, they rush the football so well because they, they morph into different things from week to week in the running game. And they're so physical up front on, on the offensive line. And, you know, the quarterback played really well. Is he a great quarterback? No, is he good enough? Yeah, he's good enough. But they just score points, do a great job. They will probably end up being in, uh, go, going deep into the playoffs. They're, they're going to have to really uh, answer some problems in the secondary, I think, uh, in this draft and in the, in the, you know, in the off season, some free agents too. But I love their, their middle linebacker. I think he's a terrific player. Uh, they got some really good young players that are going to develop there on defense. But I think that this is a team that's going to show up big here in the next few years. Mike Martz, we've enjoyed having you on during the course of this season. We've loved your work at the33rdteam.com. People need to check that out. Anybody who loves getting into the intricacies of football, you have an amazing staff there. We'll talk soon. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, guys.